Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pop culture. My name is Will. My name is Rob. And I'm Josh. Welcome, everyone, to Episode 7 of Parenting Without Getting Up. We're glad you're here. Well. Uh, oh, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Josh. How was your Father's Day? Uh, Rob, how about you? How was your Father's Day? I got to break in a new barbecue I got for my birthday, and I had great memories with my kids, and uh, got to spend Father's Day with my dad, too, and your family was there. Right. And your oldest son created the most amazing croquet challenging game ever. Oh, really? With obstacles and fast passes, and he beat me. I think so. I was in doing dishes for your mother, so she didn't have to. Thank you very so. much. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's not to say that you should have been there, but, but um, <laughs> I enjoy playing with the kids. So. Yeah, that's great. So that sounds like fun. Yeah. Josh, how about you? What'd you do? Well, we went out to my dad's place and he's building a 60 foot by 100 barn. Wow. So we put some trusses up. Those are some big cows. It was uh, just like everything that we do in my family. Um, you know, I was looking over at my brother when I was up on a 30 foot ladder thinking one of these days I just wish we would do a project where I wasn't thinking that I was going to die or that it was done the right way or not sketchy. What's the fun of that though? Right. Yeah. I was like, that's what I told my, you know, my new stepbrother, my dad's wife's son, obviously it's like, welcome to the family. This is how we do stuff. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, I should ask, how's Jordan doing? I haven't seen her for a few days. Really good. Literally about a half hour ago, she stepped on a bee. Stung oh, my the, gosh. Stung the bottom of her foot. Okay. Yeah. Is she all right? Yep. I administered first aid. And, okay. Uh, yeah, ice pack. Ice pack. Wrapped it on a towel. Put her foot up in the air. But uh, took the stinger out with some tweezers. and. Can she take any antihistamine she or anything? She can take aspirin, it? but no yeah. ibuprofen or anything like that. Okay. So, But she's she's all right. I think. She's a trooper. She's a trooper. I yeah. Told her, Good. Yeah. That's a bee thing is probably nothing being <laughs> compared to being pregnant for and yeah. the heat that we've had here recently. So. Oh yeah. That's probably just fine. So all right. Well, uh, I had a, I don't know. I had a pretty full weekend. We we did Friday night. We had a movie in the backyard. We showed Zathura. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but it's... My kids would love watching it here with you guys. Yeah, it's John Favreau's first... I think it's his directorial debut, at least his first kind of big budget movie that he did. Give me a 10 second. I think I've seen it. Uh, it's basically a, a space ripoff of Jumanji. The kids find a board game. They play. The, yes, they're in this really old right. craftsman house. Really cool house. The house goes up into outer space, and they have to solve all these little challenges. So, but yeah, that's the only way I can think of it is a space ripoff of Jumanji. So, but it's pretty good. It's the acting's really good. It's got Kristen Stewart in a small part. You get to see but it before it's still she okay. becomes a vampire. That's right. Yeah, and then it's got uh, Tim Robbins, right? <laughs> in three scenes. Yeah, he's done. He's not in there very long, but it's mainly got the kids. But yeah, it's a good movie. It's it's family friendly, and it's got lots of adventure, and it makes a good. It feels kind of like a drive-in movie, so it's great in the backyard. But yeah, so we did that, and then Saturday we went to a family farm that has a big kind of a strawberry festival where you can you pick strawberries uh, around Father's Day weekend, and you can actually they have beer on tap there. They have like dozens of beer on tap, and 
and you can go and drink and they do a they have a they have bands that play and actually do you can camp on the farm i guess you don't have to drive home after drinking all the beer but so we did that and then sunday morning we got up and went to as you said to your parents rob and saw your dad and wished him a happy father's day and we played and your mom made some really good enchiladas what's, really good let's talk about these enchiladas yeah chicken okay so your mom cans this she, is kind she of cans chicken yeah. she cans chicken and like pork you. and tuna yeah and so she tuna uses the right canned chicken fish out of the ocean right yeah she catches her own tuna <laughs> Not one doesn't catch it. But she she goes out and she out to the coast and she buys tuna. I could just see your mom out there with a big reel. That'd be great. She'd love it. I wouldn't put it past Grandpa her would though. Be proud. Yeah. My dad cans that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Even bacon. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Because he's a, my dad that. is a uh, what you would call a survivalist. Oh really? Oh yeah. Big yeah. Time. We Can do. I was having bacon at the ready like that. That'd be pretty cool. Oh my gosh. We do like we steak uh, and bacon last night. The original carb-free salad, all bacon, bacon, yeah, <laughs> bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, <laughs> we can. My wife cans uh, apple. Uh, what do you call it? Applesauce. Because we have apple trees in our yard, and then so that's really good. And we usually have about enough for a quart a week, I think, to get us through the year. And then we also do like spaghetti sauce and things like that. So yep. that's pretty good. But yeah, that's kind of what we did this weekend. So it was good. Good Father's Day, I think. And uh, yeah, the kids had fun, and that's always important. And so it was good. Yeah, my wife actually had her first one of two baby showers last week. She had um, she's having a baby. She had a baby shower kind of far from here, so family could go. And she's having one local. That sounds yeah. great. Did she get some good stuff? Too much stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Too much stuff. More diapers. Yeah. Yeah. So you went from, yeah, I remember you said on one episode you thought you had about 10 years and we said it's about a month. So now you're maybe up to two months. Yeah. Well, I, I saw what a box of 84 in one box. And I told my mother in law, I was like, that's 40 days. And she said, you're only doing two a day. I'm like, how many diapers am I going to need? And uh, I don't know. Two a day. No, it's going to be more like about six or seven or eight. No. A day. Eight. Impossible. Yeah. No, you're no. gonna change them every three, three or so yeah. hours. Oh goodness! Trust me, there's a lot of, a lot of experience in this room here. A lot of poop that comes out. <laughs> but I did get a pro tip from a pediatrician that the Costco brand formula is just as good as the name brand formula. Oh yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. that's, that's good, good to, know. to know. Yeah, yeah, good. It's about half the price. It's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. So getting some good swag. Yeah, and we're still looking uh, for sponsors if there's any formula companies out there. <laughs> wow. I, the only formula I'd be interested in at this point would be Formula One. <laughs> Did you get any non-vintage floral contraband for the baby room? No, it was all, well, maybe we'll do a, maybe we'll uh, have to do a podcast in the baby room one yeah. of these days. Oh, wow. That'd be a remote, that'd be interesting. A remote. On a location. Just what on if a there's location. anything else that, that joined the Star Wars floral no, the uh, Star Wars florals still in my hidden, office. Hidden How'd way? the uh, Captain America thing go over? The Captain awesome. America one. She loved it. She liked it. Oh, oh she good. That's good yeah. news. Yeah. Good. Yeah, she liked it. Yeah, at least she got that in there. Yeah. So that's good. The Captain America onesie for the baby. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it was good. I think, uh, you know, I was thinking kind of where we are with as a society when it comes to that kind of stuff, and you know, I was talking to my grandma on the way home today, and she's just like. How much stuff did you get? You know, it's incredible. And I was thinking, you know, like the, 
idea of a baby shower back in whenever baby shower started was probably really, you know, you get the stuff you need and that's about it. Now yeah. it's kind of over the top, I feel like. Yeah, like, it's, it was it's there to help you out when you get started. Yeah, I think yeah. about it, you know, like back in the day when everybody kind of took care of everybody in town and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, um, you know, how cool it is all the women come together in one town and help bring in a new child. Yeah. Now it's not just women, though. I remember, I mean, like I like my company threw me one when I was working, uh, not the company I have now, but at the time that my first our second kid was born. Yeah, we had um, where I was working. They actually threw me one, which I thought was pretty cool. Absolutely. So, yeah. I remember one with uh, candy bar diapers that uh, I got to attend. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't go for all the games. I think that's just ridiculous. Just let's just get, get, get the stuff and get out of there. Maybe is that that's kind of mercenary. I know, but um, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I kind of think. You know, we got a. I mean, we got. I don't even know what we got. Piles of stuff. Piles yeah. and piles of stuff. And uh But good support from your family. Oh, friends. great support. And my you know, my mom kinda went all out and I was just told my mom last night, Hey, you gotta stop. Like getting kinda <laughs> out of control with it. Yeah. Well that's good. Though I mean, you guys will need it. I think and yeah. you also gotta think from the standpoint you've got people who love you and wanna do something. This is something they can do. Sure. And it's you know, probably a little commitment of time for them. So it's not like, you know, maybe they won't be able to babysit or something like that, yeah. but it's something they can do that makes yeah. you, I mean, yeah, makes we'll them feel good. Need, you know, 30 or 35 swaddles. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Never know. So, all when right. You get cool. back to Pamandri, you'll be gratefully gotten. Yeah, no kidding. You're going to be, you're both going to be so tired. You won't want to do laundry. Oh. So you'll be glad to have all those. You'll have a big pile in a, Dirty laundry sinking in the corner of the I got an utility email room. But this morning, my boss said that I have to go to Germany, and I yeah. said, "Oh, darn it!" And uh, you know, my boss, she said, "Your wife's gonna want you home." And I said, "I'll just be excited to get a good night's sleep." So yeah, send me right. You know, I'm already planning for it. I'm already planning for it. When do you go there? A month after baby comes. Yeah, so baby's due in August, so you'll be in September. Yep. Wow. So you're. Um, your wife's parents are going to be around, right, to kind of help out yep, while you're and my wife's taking all the way until January off, so. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think you get She'll be looking for her good night's sleep, too, when you get yeah. back. Yeah, no kidding. Well, Just remember that. I already did the hard work. The, <laughs> the, the rest is on her. I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding, baby. Okay. All right. Not really. Not really. <laughs> She's going to hear this. You know that, so. Um, anyway, I have... I, want to say that the Father's Day episode that went up last week, uh, and this is just, I'm changing gears to save you, to get, keep you out of trouble, by the way, Josh. I appreciate it. Uh, the Father's Day episode that went out last week, um, did you guys listen to it? I listened to some of it. Did you? Yeah. What did you, th- what do you think? You were really, you said lot. like probably 10 words and went the whole thing. Yeah, it was, it was good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I know that my kids and I, we listened to it uh, on one of our drives this weekend and uh, they really, I think they liked hearing themselves, especially, but we laughed a lot, so it was it was pretty good. We did, too. We listened on the way up to the Father's Day dinner at my parents' house. Yeah, that's and when we listened the, to it, too. With their mom, and which was really neat, too, because her parents picked her up there to take her to their house. Right, because she's not been able to drive great distances, right? Right, yeah. Still yeah. too far out of her driving range, but... Because uh, of her illness. Right, but she 
it was really special to do that together. And uh, so she went to the Fogs dinner as well. Well, she went to the house, and then her mom came and picked her up from there. Oh, awesome. So yeah. it's kind of a central location between her parents' house and my house. You were basically providing shuttle service, exactly. but it ended up being more than that because you guys got to bond a little yeah. more. Good memory yeah. time. I think that's so, that's really important. In well, and she came into the house when I was there, into your parents' house when I was there, and I had said to her, we chatted for a little bit with everybody there, and and I said that I it's really cool to see you guys, that you guys can all go out and do stuff like this, and she agreed. She goes, yeah, it, it is really nice. So it's uh, she seems to feel the same way, that it's mm-hmm. good to spend time together. So the, the last part where I said, God bless the mothers that made us fathers and she was sitting next to me in the car and she, she like smiled and said, well, thank you. And she bumped elbows. You know, it was yeah. a really cute moment. So, you know, you know, I got to share kind of a story this morning. I went into work and, you know, I have a, a, a lady who's gay that works for me and she shared a pretty interesting story about her weekend yeah. and father's day. You know, um, she was big and big into the pride month and there was a big parade this weekend in one of the local towns and she said that while she was doing the when she was doing her festival that she saw a gentleman standing that had a shirt that said free dad hugs and so that's sweet yeah that's really cool yeah so she uh basically told me and very emotionally told me this morning that uh she went ran up and gave him the biggest hug she's said that she never her dad kind of disowned her oh man so she gave him a big hug and she said it was the nicest thing that she's had happen to her in years. Well, I mean, you think about how that must have meant a lot to her. Right. And, but then you also, I think about the guy who's doing it, like how rewarding it must be for him too. And just how, didn't know the difference he could, yeah, he's making. How, like it's symbiotic, you know, I mean, it's, uh, well, that's really what things should be, right? And the way she said it was kind of awesome. She said she walked up. She said, you look like you give amazing hugs. And she yeah. gave him a big bear hug, and they hugged for about 10 seconds. And she said, wow. It was very emotional for her. And I thought, Just to what get a, a small nice, gesture. Just a safe bear hug from yeah. a safe yeah. person. That's Especially really cool. in today's society with the concerns about yeah, safety with men and the Me Too movement yeah. and so forth. To have a nice, safe bear hug. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. That's a that's a very heartwarming story, I think. That's really cool. For sure. I so. think it was definitely during Father's Day weekend how fitting, you know. Yeah. I I said at our last at the kind of the close of our last podcast about you know, go out and you know, if not your own father, reach out to the the father or the person, the man that you admire most and I and I kind of not jokingly, but I said, you know, uh, even I think I suppose it could be a woman, you know, and I suppose, and I thought about that afterwards, like maybe that was kind of a weird thing to say, but um, I think anybody can play a fatherly role, uh, you know, and it, even if it's just standing on the street corner, giving out hugs to, to people that feel like they need it. I think that's really cool. Very so, much so. Yeah. I might have to wait a Thanks few years. Thanks for sharing that. I feel like if I had a shirt, maybe be less cool i'm not i don't think i'm fit yeah. their dad rule quite yeah i need a couple more diaper changes and some gray hairs yeah um get a diaper bag get the you were talking about the pink backpack and oh i can't get wait the pink backpack oh. and get that and yeah have a have your kid yana there with you and giving out hugs well it even doesn't have to be a free dad hug because right. i remember Just the, free hugs i remember the free yeah. hugs campaign yeah that was so special the gentleman that started that was coming out from the airport 
and had nobody there to meet him. And it was one of the most lonely experiences he had. And then he realized those people that were the happiest were those that had people to greet them at the airport and give them hugs. So he created, he made up a sign that said free hugs on it. And he stood at street corners and it took a while for it to take off. But finally the city had to shut him down because he was getting so much attention. And people <laughs> Stopping traffic? Well, basically, and people were joining him on street corners. Yeah. And so he had flocks to people coming for free hugs. So this was not planned, but this totally feeds into what I want to talk about for our main topic, sort of. And I want to talk about uh, instilling in our kids respect and honor uh, and courtesy for other people. And so that totally feeds into that. So um, my one of, kind of the thing that I thought of when I was thinking of the topic was opening door for people, opening doors for people. It's the kind of stuff that they, you know, they get told about in cub scouts and i'm sure it'll be boy scouts too but uh it's not always necessarily taught i think it to a young kids at this point of time but yeah it's, you know holding doors open for people uh saying hello like in the grocery store and ask like i go up when i my wife when we first got married she was kind of surprised that i was held doors open for people or when we go to like the store and we go to the the checker the teller or the i guess checker to cash out and I'd walk up and I'd say, hi, how are you doing? Rather than them waiting ask, waiting for them to ask me how I was doing first. I always tried to show kind of that little extra step of courtesy, like maybe when it's not always expected. But uh, yeah, so she always talked about, she was surprised at how polite I was. And that just came from my parents. But that I think kind of feeds into the same thing. Raising the kind of kids that you want to be uh, you want them to be in, uh, in terms of respect and, and honoring other people too. What you said about greeting was really powerful to me because I had a philosophy teacher who mentioned about how people are people. You right. greet them when you yeah. pass them. They're not an object. They're not a telephone pole. They're not a tr- – well, you can greet, greet trees, but, you know, it's – there. Okay, Josh and I just shot each other a look when you said you could you could greet trees. Don't bring me into uh, this. I did not. I did not. Don't listen. But to you him. shot you and I looked at each other like, okay, all right, we're moving on. I say hello to my ginkgo tree. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but the point is, they're not an object or a table or a chair that you just pass. They're it's sentient. A, they have feelings. It's a it's a person, and so you greet the person at least with a smile or a wave. And then, yeah. You know, it's uh, hard when it's a city of thousands of people and like greedy everybody like people when, think you're weird. Yeah. When it comes to that, you know, I've been I went into I was in recently in a course about uh, learning about uh, equal opportunity. Oh um, yeah, and okay. all that good stuff. But kind of the what it all boiled down to is how I'm going to raise my daughter is just the golden rule. You know. Yeah. Right. Be respectful and courteous to everybody that you meet, and if everybody just lived by that rule, I think. Like you said, you know, it takes a small thing like, hello, how's your day going? And Yeah. Oh, great. Well, saying hi to me. This is nice, you know? Yeah, just simple decency, I think, goes a long way in just dealing with total strangers. The Oh, go ahead, Rob. Oh, and you never know what the difference that one smile or that, like, the one hug can make. You know, that simple right. gesture that someone cared enough to greet you cheerfully and give you a, a smile can brighten their day a lot absolutely yeah the other thing that i 
have really tried. And this, <laughs> I went around and around with my wife on this for a little while. At least she thought I was a little kind of overdoing it when we first got married. I said, I want our kids to address adults as Mr. and Mrs. or Ms. when they first meet them at least. Once they're told, no, you don't have to call me that. But I think that's a really big deal. And and Josh, I think we made a mistake with you and your wife. We started referring to you as, as by your first names. And I'm trying to re educate them or retrain them to call you guys by your last names and uh that hasn't stuck very well so i'm well, sorry about that you know i lived in the south for a long time oh yeah and in the south it's very common yeah you know every young man or woman calls their elder sir ma'am mr miss yeah Mrs. i think it's kind of a like you i call it like a dying a dying art maybe yeah Not yeah art, a traditional a tradition yeah. sure but at the same time I don't even think about it if someone doesn't call me that or right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the way you got to take it. It's it's you have to you have to you have to get in the habit of doing that yourself, or you have, that has to become a habit for you. But you can't get too worked up if somebody. It, you, it's too difficult to hold somebody to the same standard. One thing you're going to be disappointed because for sure not everybody's going to do that. But um, I don't. My wife just kept when we first got married. She said it's so old fashioned. It's antiquated, and I don't know. I still think that there's still some things that are good traditions worth carrying on. And it kind of reminds me of something that I want to talk about anyways is, uh, you know, one of my good friends doesn't allow his son to conversate with adults when adults are over. Oh, really? Not not ignoring him or whatever, but, you know, when the adults are around talking to kids, he always says, he doesn't want his son feeling like he's an adult or something. It's really weird. And I was like, yeah. that's an interesting approach to It kinda harkens back to the I think our grandparents' generation, adults should be seen and not heard. I mean kids rather. I thought probably a lot of adults should be seen and not heard. But um, kids should be seen and not heard. And I I know your mom, Rob, telling some stories about her parents, or maybe it was her grandparents. Grandmother? More grandparents, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And were they, they kind of, your grandfather, well, my, I think, was like that. My dad, well, uh, my dad's family, too. Not his own parents, but grandparents, I think. Yeah. They, they both told me stories about that. The yeah. Don't speak unless you're spoken to. Yeah. And which is hard. And I just, to me, that's like a, a whole detachment thing. I mean, what else? We're treating our kids that they're not important enough to be talked right. to. And so they... You have this split of this, you know, children feeling that they're not valued or so forth. That's hard to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it was just a lot more common with you know going back fifty years or more. But I mean, thankfully, it's not. I don't think we have that. But I still that's definitely one of the traditions that I think we should you know forget. Absolutely. Yeah, but I but the the Mister Mrs Ms. Uh, I mean, it's that's sometimes problematic because you don't necessarily know at this point how somebody would prefer to be called but but and you want to try to respect but, that but i think you know you start with with what you know and go from there on that you know uh i get my coffee every day at starbucks on my way to work and yeah. there's a a transgender who prefers to be called ma'am mm-hmm. who i at first glance thought was a sir yeah and you know i still say sir and ma'am at coffee shops yeah and, 
corrected me and it's not a big deal oh too easy yeah yeah next time i see you it's ma'am you know i think as long as they take you know as long i feel like if the approach is hey there's going to be some growing you know there's going to be some growing yeah plenty of growing pains and yeah time i know some groups that i've met up with um where the the common introduction is hi my name is rob i prefer he him pronouns yeah and or they them or so forth yeah so I can see how some people think, well, this is excessive. This is just going too far. But I I honestly don't see, like, if that's what somebody prefers, what, what do I care? You know I mean? What, what do I care how they want to be addressed? Let's just address them how they want to be addressed. And I think it's, you know, it's not up to me to tell them how they should be addressed. And that's going to so. be an important message for my child for now. And yeah. And that I have a children, you know, it's not a big deal. Like... You know, as long as I think, as long as they are polite about it as well, you know, if I accidentally call you sir, because if you, you know, in my opinion, look like a gentleman, you don't have to be so aggressive with correcting me. Right. And yeah. I'll, you know, I'll fix myself, you know, oh, my apologies. So sorry. But yeah. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. You know, I, I agree to ask go both ways. Right. You know, right. Some, some compassion for both sides, you know, some awareness and understanding and that willingness to help educate. But I think some, um, as we had a training at work and some of them, we had two different trainings, let me put it that way, at work related to gender and transgender issues and so forth. Yeah. And, and well, you know, creating a, a safe and welcoming climate at work. Right. One presenter that we had was amazing. It was such an uplifting and um, life-giving experience because they approached us with their attitude of they're going to meet us and help us and educate us. And the other was basically a group of them, and but they came with an energy of hostility, mm. bashing us from the beginning for not doing it right. Yeah, And I was so tempted to stand up, but I, I really wish I would have. Because we've, we've had um, coworkers who have made the change while they've worked with us. Yeah. And it's such a courageous experience and like you don't know who you're talking with because we've helped them with grace and dignity some of it i i'm trying to put myself in the position of somebody who might be a little more aggressive about it and some of it might be they're making assumptions about how how like i might look as i'm approaching them like if i if i have more if i don't know if i'm wearing like a redneck uh, baseball cap or something and I uh, am wearing cowboy boots and I'll, you, I can see where they might just assume that I'm going to give them a bad time but that doesn't I mean it doesn't make it right but I'm just trying to think of like why would somebody just be that aggressive about it and that might be maybe they've gotten a lot of flack from people who look like me that's not how I look but but if I did look like that um, it, if maybe they've gotten a lot of flack from that kind of a person before somebody who has that look and they assume that they're going going to get that same flack again so it puts them on the defensive and i don't think that's right at all i think we need to accept people for how they are um not what they look like but i think that's maybe some of the psychology that's going on there i don't know well there's so many things going on in the world every day that really feel like if someone wants to get called whatever it's such a non-issue yeah for me you know whatever Oh, my apologies. Next time I'll remember. Right. And I think that's the approach. As long as we approach each other with respect and kindness and empathy, 
I think that's really the most important part. So it seems like it should be able to, you know, things would run a lot smoother if we all, instead of we were all so angry uh, because one person gets angry the other at somebody and then that person gets angry back and it just turns into, you know, name calling and all this stuff. And it just seems like nothing gets done that way. So nothing is accomplished. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, Rob, so I was going to ask you, this is going back to the Mr. and Mrs. thing, uh, just the using the, la- the for more formality of the last name as opposed to the first name. Did you, did you and your wife talk about that when you were first having kids or did you guys, I mean, you're, you guys were both teachers at the time that you guys had your first kid. So that must have been not that foreign of an idea. Well, in the, in the classroom it wasn't because we right. were addressed as Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. You know. But I don't remember talking about bringing that up. Yeah. Okay. No. I was just curious about that. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I still think it's, it's cool. Something I was calm, I was concerned about myself, you know, because it was even you know, growing up in the seventies and eighties, it was still an idea of, um, yeah, I wanted to be too formal. Or, I mean, too familiar too soon with a with an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's cool to let the adult let them decide when they want to be because we've had people friends that we have that are adults and my kids call them by their you know more formally by their last name and then they've said oh you can call me by my first name so it's not like they don't know what it is (laughs) but it's but it's just I always thought it was one of those things that I want my kids I think part of it is is a pride issue I want my kids to stand out when they're talking to an adult and be seen as somebody who's courteous and and um, respectful, I think. And that's an easy way to kind of convey that, I think. It is kind of interesting when you talk about teachers. You know, I just saw, this last weekend, I saw one of my middle school teachers. And I know his first name, but I wouldn't dare call him his first name. And I'm 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> still, still still afraid to call him by his first name. It's amazing you brought that up, too, because I saw a middle school teacher as well uh, last weekend. And it was in a church setting, and I would have never have thought to call him by his first name before, and I, I never have. Oh, and this, I think I know who that is. And this time I did, and I just, it seemed more natural this time. You're like, I finally made it. I I've fin- grown yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I finally made it. Well, it's because, and well, I, well, I called him a name one time on the bus, and that was... You mean not a nice name? It wasn't a terrible name, but it was it wasn't a respectful name for a teacher, no. Okay. And so I guess you could say like going this not so full circle, but just this huge spectrum of like, you know, calling with a respectful name, Mr. So and so and then um to it just seemed natural to call him by his first name and this time and it was it was fine. But I had to go th- yeah, it was that learning curve, that that respect issue. Um uh, okay, yeah. here's one. How about your aunts and uncles? Oh, I mean, Rob, you don't have too many aunts and uncles left at this point. I was thinking of, you know what's so funny? I was literally thinking about that this weekend. I was sitting on the couch with my niece, and she, you know, she was calling me Uncle Josh, and I was thinking, it is so strange that my own family will just, you know, it, it uncle and aunt is such a strange thing, you know, yeah. that they don't call, they don't just say, hey, Josh, you know, it's Uncle Josh or... Aunt Josh, you know, or Aunt, you know, Jordan. Aunt, <laughs> Aunt when, I, Josh. when I refer to, talk to my kids about my 
my siblings, but it's always aunt and uncle. It's just a strange I, thing. I, I catch myself if I'm saying Will, uh, I'll backtrack and say Uncle Will. You know, because yeah. that's or or Aunt, you know, Andrea. I mean, that's what I would say is my sister, but to to say it, I, I backtrack and say, no, I'm sorry, Auntie Andrea. Yeah, I mean, at this point now, I honestly don't care if your kids call me uncle at this point. In fact, I, but I remember when when your oldest was born, I told you guys I want to be called just uncle, not Uncle Will, but just uncle, just because I thought it was cool uh, oh. just to be called uncle. Oh, I have to share, you know, funny thing happened. I, during, may have forgotten. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, no, no big deal. During my wife's uh, baby shower, um, what basically what we call grandma, um, who's a f- close, close family friend, Grandma Karen, you know, um, she texts my wife and said, I, I wish I had the text message in front of me. It's just hilarious. She's like, is it not too much trouble to ask to be called um, Grandma Karen the Great? Great grandma just seems so old. <laughs> but then she followed that message with something like, not that I'm saying I'm a great grandma, you know, that, that I'm a great grandmother or anything, because I'm not, you know, I might not be great yet, but I just, I really don't like the great grandma part. And I just thought uh, it was the funniest thing in the on the in the world. Feel old. We'll have to do an. I think we should do an episode sometime on uh, grandparents' names in general, because I know between Rob, your family, your wife's family, uh, your your former in laws, uh, both of my kids, their grandparents have unusual names that, that they get called by their grandkids. At least my kids. And so I think that might be an interesting topic. So maybe we'll have to save that for another day. But that I think that would be kind of a fun topic to hear, sort of like how the grandparents, what the grandparents get called. So anyway, well, I think uh, that's probably going to wrap us up for this episode. Uh, if you're out there and you'd like to call in, I mean, obviously you're out there. But if you'd like to uh, write in, rather, uh, we'd like to hear from you. If you have stories about how you have how you work to show, have your kids show respect or or anything else we talked about or anything we haven't talked about today please feel free to write us at pwgupodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on twitter at pwgupodcast we'd like to hear from you and we'll give you a shout out on a future episode but for now i think that's going to do it and before we go thanks for listening thanks for listening see you next time see you next time bye